0: MSing About Productions presents MSing About, a podcast about nothing. (music) Hi, I'm Ian Hayden. I'm an award-winning comedy writer who happens to have MS. And while I'll occasionally touch on my MS, most of the time I'll just be messing about with friends who drop in like Florence and Dave. And I'll also be messing about with my sidekick, Katrina Christensen, who is a carer, a keyboardist and a singer. But first, a word from our sponsor, Solace Sleep. Solace Sleep manufacturers of Australia's number one adjustable beds. For people with a disability or medical issues, they're great for physio, transferring, or just a good night's sleep. They're also a great lifestyle choice for people who like reading a book or watching a movie in bed. We spend a lot of time in bed. Why not make it fabulous? solasleep.com.au And as usual, here's Katrina.
1: Well, hello, and are we doing anything on MS today?
0: We might be. I pre-recorded a bit for later in the show, but we've got other stuff to do first.
1: Okay, well, what's our podcast topic for today?
0: I'm not entirely sure, but I thought we could kick off with pets. Pets? Pets. Specifically, a pet duck.
1: A pet duck. Mm. Um... Why?
0: Because I caught up with our 97-year-old friend Florence this week and she told me about her pet duck. Here you go.
2: It's time for Florence. I must tell you this. I think it's quite funny. It's a joke. hmm What did the duck say when it went to buy some sunscreen? What? Put it on my bill. Hmm. Tell me about your little ducky. Oh, well, what I can remember of my little ducky was so beautiful because it was just like a, a doll to me because it would let me wrap it up in a blanket and put it in my pram and wheel it round, just like having a doll. And I could carry it round like a little baby doll. How old were you? Oh, Four, five, four. Yeah. yeah. That's but funny. unfortunately, I lost my little duck, didn't I? He um, he drank the blue water from the washing. When my mother, you know, in those days, you did board the copper and did your washing and rinsed it, and then you had a blue rinse. It was a blue bag, a bag, and it went blue in the water, mm-hmm. and it was to keep you whites white. And, and Mum did that and she tipped it out on the ground and duck and he died instantly just killed over and was dead
1: oh that's really sad
2: it is but we've all got to
0: die of something katrina now what is your experience with ducks did your parents or grandparents have three ducks on the wall Actually, you know they did. <laughs> I thought they might, because that, that generation, every house had three ducks on a wall. Bug it if I know why.
1: No, but I do like Peking duck.
0: Peking duck, it, uh, yeah, I do too. It's a band from, there from Canberra. No,
1: I'm talking about the meal from China. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Crispy skin, pancakes, shallots, yeah, little that's saucy the one. thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Do you like duck soup? Oh.
1: I can't say I've ever tried it. Is it like
0: chicken soup? I don't know. Not the meal. The movie, Duck Soup. 1933, The Marx Brothers, one of the best films ever made. Mm, no,
1: I can't say I've ever seen it. <laughs> <laughs> Way before my time, I'm afraid.
0: before mine too, but not before Florence's. She was about seven when that came out. Anyway, it's a fabulous movie. Here's a line from it. I Katrina, I could dance with you till the cows come home. On second thoughts, I'd rather dance with the cows till you came home. <laughs> Oh, it doesn't matter. It's a good movie. (laughs) Now, another duck from those good old days is Donald Duck. He was born in 1934 and his nephews, Huey, Dewey and... And Louie. And you remember them. I Uh, do. And he had a girlfriend, Daisy, and I hated a lot of them.
1: I used to read cartoon comic books with um, Donald Duck and his
0: nephews. Oh, well, that's all right, because yeah. you didn't have to listen to them. Oh, no, oh they I've, were I've
1: awful. I've seen the cartoons as well.
0: But they're awful, and, they yes. do, and none of them wore trousers. No, it was they're a little, bit rude. they little little... Sh- no, <laughs> no. My favourite duck, Daffy Duck, never wore trousers. Yeah. He, he didn't wear anything. He was full commando. He was a proper duck. He was a very funny <laughs> duck. I, I used to write for Daffy Duck. Did you really? I did. What for? Back in about 1991, Warner Brothers set up a theme park on the Gold Coast called Movie World, and they wanted to promote the opening, so they hired my writing partner and myself to do a 65-episode radio series called The Looney Tunes Radio Show. I wrote for the Duck, and for Buggers, and for all of them.
1: So cartoon characters on radio. Yep,
0: yep, yep. And uh, in one episode, we had them flying in from Hollywood to Sydney and the Tasmanian devil was zipping about in the overhead lockers and Elba Fudd was trying airline food for the first time and and Pepe Le Pew was chatting up the hostie. And and anyway, they all got off in Sydney and Bugs was doing a head count on the team bus and the little black duck was missing because customs had pulled him to one side for a drug search. And when he got on the bus, Bugs said, did they find anything? And he said, yes, giblets.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, I know Daffy didn't wear trousers, and I believe Pluck a Duck didn't wear trousers either.
0: No, he didn't. That was a good duck. He was on Hey Hey at Saturday.
1: He was a good duck.
0: Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I just thought of another duck. What about Rick Dees?
1: What about Rick Dees?
0: Rick Dees had a band called Rick Dees and his cast of idiots, and they had a hit song with Disco Duck. <laughs> Shot ducks. Tell me more. It. I've shot ducks.
1: <gasps> shot, Not
0: shot ducks. <laughs>
1: I'm worried about you,
0: Ian. <laughs> I know a little spoonerism. Yeah, I've shot ducks. When I was a kid, I grew up in the bush, and we were taught to shoot. And I was out one day with my trusty twenty-two, getting a couple of rabbits for a stew dinner. When I saw a duck on a dam, and I thought, "Oh, this will be a nice little change—a roast duck." And I could shoot pretty well, so I got it through the head, weighed it in, pulled it out, took it home, said, Mum, guess what? We got roast duck. And she said, only if you pluck it. Oh, no. And I had to pluck it. It took ages. Tiny, tiny little bum feathers, not like a chook at all, and guess what?
1: You saved the feathers and made a pillow.
0: No, I never shot <laughs> another duck. it got any other ducks?
1: Uh, I had a toilet duck once.
0: Oh, oh, yes, and there was the collection of ducks I had when I went to high school.
1: Oh, you don't strike me as a collector.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, I played cricket badly.
1: <laughs> of course.
0: <laughs> we'll be back after this commercial break.
3: Lovable, she's active. And boy, is she attractive. Because she's lovable, lovable in her lovable
0: What now?
1: Well, I think it's come to that time of the show. Ian, why don't we do your MS Minute?
0: Why not? Uh, Today on My MS Minute, at a loss for words, a little-known part of this chronic, complex and curious disease is that sometimes we forget words or replace them with a totally different word. One MSer I know wanted to get the family up at the table for a Sunday roast, and it came out as everyone up at that big brown wooden thing with the chairs around it. Another MSer wanted to wish someone luck and say, fingers crossed... And it came out as thumbs together. I was cooking an omelette and I wanted my wife Annie to pass me the spatula. And it came out as, darling, can you pass me the flippy stick? We decided that was a better name for it. And it is now officially our flippy stick. And once, having a game of Scrabble, I substituted the word twitchies for tiles and went to the fridge for squigglies rather than saveloys. Those words didn't catch on, which is a pity because some people might like their squigglies twitch with a flippy stick. Our friend Florence also told me about some of the other pets she had way back in the 1930s.
1: All right, push the button.
2: My next pet was Billy the lamb. He came after Duck. And you know what happened to Billy? Mm -hmm. My father killed him. I was sent over to the neighbours to play. And whether my father, whether it took him longer than he thought to do the job or what, I don't know. Or whether I came home before I was supposed to. But I walked in the gate, and the first thing I saw was Billy hanging Mm -hmm. in the garage. What was left of Billy wasn't good. I played up. and Every time he went on the table, I played up. Nobody ate him except my father. Cruel, eh? Mm -hmm. So after Billy, it was kittens. Cats always had a kitten. And something that I've thought of in recent years was how good my mother and father were about me taking my kitten to bed with me. They never, ever stopped me. I could always take my kitten to bed.
1: That's so sad about the lamb.
0: Nice about the kittens. Yeah, nice about the kittens. And that's what I thought. We could talk about kittens or cats and whether they make better pets than dogs.
1: Oh, you've opened up a
0: can of worms here, Ian. No, I've opened up a can of cats and dogs. (laughs) Raining cats and dogs. And when it comes to Australian households, there are about 5 million pet dogs and about 5 million pet cats. So it's pretty much 50-50. Yeah,
1: I I don't think you can say which one is better, though. I mean, they're different. I've had great cats and I've had great dogs.
0: I've had, oh, I think five terrific dogs and two terrific cats and two appalling cats and one dud dog. What was wrong with the dog? It was like a cat. It lived for 14 years longer than it should have.
1: How old was it when it died? 14. (laughs) So you don't like cats? I didn't say that.
0: There was one cat I was very fond of. Does Felix the Cat ring a bell for you? Felix the
1: Cat, the wonderful, wonderful cat. Whenever he gets in a fix, he reaches into his bag of tricks. He was definitely before my time.
0: Well, I'm sure he's got a bell in his bag of tricks, and he is before your time because he dates back to 1919, and you know what that makes him? What? What? 728 years in human years. Wow. Yep. So, and there are lots of other cartoon cats. There's Sylvester, Top Cat, Garfield. There was Mr. Jinx in Pixie and Dixie. Ever heard of him? No. Oh, I hate their Mises to pieces. Oh, oh no. yes. And not to mention Tom and Jerry. You old enough to remember Tom and Jerry? I remember Tom and Jerry. <laughs> oh, do you? I didn't think you'd know that Tom and Jerry was the first band name of the singing duo Simon and Garfunkel.
1: I did not know that. No,
0: yeah. Their first single was released in 1957. It was called Hey School Girl. And what about musical cats? There's an Aussie band called Cat Empire.
1: I have heard of them.
0: Yeah, and there's Cat Stevens, Mm -hmm. killer the cat. And Elton John sang about his middle name with a... Do you have heard of a cat named Hercules? No. Hercules is his middle name. There you go. Yep, Reginald Kenneth Dwight grew up to become Sir Elton Hercules John. And he didn't choose Hercules after the mythological Greek hero, but after the horse... In Step Two and Son. Anyway,
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: have you heard of T.S. Eliot's Old Possum's Book of Practical Cats? Yes. Yes, and that's what gave birth to Cats the Musical.
1: So I performed um, Memory in my very first Estegford. I was in Year 12 <gasps> and I took home first prize.
0: And a one, two, three.
1: Midnight, not a sound from the pavement. Has the mood lost her memory? She is smiling along. Well,
0: thank you, Katrina. She says, till Thursday, try the veal. (laughs) (laughs) What? And sorry, that's what you say at RSL clubs. (laughs) (laughs) I know one big cat song.
1: All right, hit it.
0: The lion sleeps tonight. Oh, shut up.
1: You were not singing that yeah, for me. I'm not singing. I'm just saying the lion is a big cat. All right, moving right
0: along. Okay. And there are cat movies um, like Cat on the Hot Tin Roof, Cat Baloo and Cat 22.
1: <laughs> just slipping that one right in there. Yeah. yeah. You yeah. are a worry. But let's
0: get back to our real cats and dogs, Cat cat Trina. <laughs> uh, you have a... I, lo- <laughs> I
1: just got that. <laughs>
0: I thought you'd get it all the time.
1: <laughs> I do. <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right. You've got a lovely dog called Audrey. I do have a lovely
1: dog called
0: mm-hmm. Audrey. Tell she me about is. Audrey. What Aww. is she?
1: Well, she's a multi-shih She'll be seven in July and currently very, very sick.
0: Well, I'll send her a little cheerio and some Aww. best wishes.
1: She would love that.
0: Now, I've got a dog called a Ruby, and she's a four-year-old groodle, golden retriever, boodle cross. Aww. And I believe you have a cat that drinks from a toilet.
1: And Finnegan is his name, a delightful young man, but he does like to drink out of the toilet. And he likes to go to the toilet when you're on the toilet Oh. Oh, well, he likes to visit you in the toilet. Oh, rather. right. Yeah, yeah, sorry, that did sound a bit... You, weird.
0: Yeah, <laughs> did. I was picturing <laughs> you and the cat and the blue duck. Oh, well, you know
1: what <laughs> they say about women and, you know, they all go to, to the toilet yeah. and, in groups. <laughs> 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 no.
0: I, my best cat was part of a double act. I had a dog called Oscar and a cat called Felix and they were an odd couple because they were both female
1: with male names. Well, I had a female cat called Oscar...
0: How wild. <laughs> As someone said Oscar was wild, but Thornton was wilder. Now, let me tell you about our cat Weenie. Weenie was another nice cat, and Weenie would sneak out the back of the house, jump the fence, cross the road to a neighbour's house, jump his back fence, go inside and steal one of his cat's ping-pong balls. And the neighbour came across to one day to complain, and we didn't know what he was talking about until we moved our little island bench in the kitchen, and there were 20 orange ping pong balls.
1: Oh, my word. Yes. (laughs) But what about the two appalling cats? Oh
0: Well, one was gloves. She had, uh, well, I'll call it vertigo nausea. She'd jump up high on our kitchen cupboards so she was out of reach. And then she'd lean over, have a little look and vomit all over the kitchen bench. Oh, my God. Oh, she was charming. Yes. And the other one, Minnie, like killing things like birds and mice and even a hare. And one time I was at the dining table with the kids and we were all barefoot and I felt something cold and slimy cross my feet and she brought in a slightly chewed red bellied black snake. Oh she was a charmer too. That's the one who lived to nineteen.
1: Was it still alive? Oh yes. Oh my goodness. Got a shovel <gasps>
0: took it outside and cut its tail off just behind the head. <laughs> anyway
1: Cats or dogs which, which one makes the better pet?
0: Well, with the 50-50 out of the way and no time to swap out for a new question, I'm going to phone a friend. Do you know Dave Pryor? I do indeed. Well, we got a little segment called...
1: What Gets on Dave's Goat?
3: I'll tell you what gets on my goat, and that's cat's. If I had to choose between a cat and a dog, I'll tell you what, it's got to be a dog, doesn't it? But it has to be a proper dog, right? Not one of them little white fluffier interior designer type dogs. You want a watchdog, not a pocket watchdog. And you want a useful dog, right? Dogs are meant to be useful like rounding up sheep or rounding up cattle. You don't want some lazy little lapdog that couldn't round up a raisin. And when you call a dog, I mean, it actually comes to you. It comes running to you. You call a cat and it says, leave a message and I'll get back to you when I feel like it. I mean, they're up themselves. Yes, they are. Cats won't fetch. They won't sit. But I tell you what, they know how to stay, don't they? (laughs) Lying around, playing the cello, one leg up, licking its backside and then coming up wanting to lick your face. Bloody cats. I hate the way cats walk past you and give you a little look. You know that look. And they kill birds too. That's another thing. They're sneaky little mongrels. We had one when I was a kid, right? We put a bell around its neck just to give the birds half a chance. Then I caught the little bugger sneaking up on a bird. He had one paw pressing the bell to his neck. Anyway, the thing is, when I wanted a dog, my wife wanted a cat, so we compromised and got a bloody cat.
0: Well, it looks like the cat wins.
1: Only by a whisker, Ian. Oh,
0: boom, tish!
1: Are you swinging back
0: to dogs by a whisker? <laughs> no, I think I'll leave the call to our friend Florence.
2: It's time for Florence. We had cats. We always had a cat. Okay, so if I asked you the question, what makes a better pet,
0: you say a
2: cat. Where is it? No, I wouldn't say that because in later life I've had a dog. Okay. Um, Ted and I had Jack Russell. The minute I saw it, I was gone. Absolutely. Tiger, we called it.
1: Well, there you have it. Let's call it a wrap for this week.
0: Um, before you do, did you know a fear of cats is allurephobia and a fear of dogs is cynophobia?
1: No, no. No. No, I didn't.
0: But as you like to say, we know a lot about nothing.
1: And a little about something. Sometimes. Bye for now. Bye-bye.